Hey. Hello. Good morning. Is yeah. Christine Aguilera in the house? Or? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm who's, who's using that voice today? What's, what's her name? I'm Sophie. And I'm Jenna. And you're listening to Serial Conversations podcast. But you probably already knew that. You probably did, because otherwise you maybe closed your eyes and tried the blind podcasting <laughs> method. Well, yeah, just kind of tapping around. Might have watched a little Joe Rogan. And Give it a little swirl, next. swirl, swirl, finger poke. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you, you're here. Yeah, we're just two gals talking about true crime and trying not to offend the victims, but also Making talk- fun of them and their killers. Yep. We are two girls good. sitting at a table talking about yeah, crime we actually they don't feel. <laughs> yep, because we're sociopaths. So we just got a new setup in the pod room, and you guys don't obviously know where we're sitting and all that because you can't hear our location. <laughs> but we are at a table officially, and we used to just be sitting on chairs staring at each other, but now we can stare at our faces across the table. So professional. Yeah, so we kind of are moving up in the world. <clears throat> Just a little. But Sophie's going to be sharing with us today, and she's going to be talking about something, some guy's name who I've asked what his name is about 12 times, and I forget I, every I, time. I can't even remember. Okay, perfect. Uh, this is Just a bit of a warning. This one is a bit gruesome. Trigger warnings? It gets a, uh, a little bit detailed, and it is not uh, friend friendly. Not safe for work? Yeah. <laughs> Just don't listen to it, you know, with your babies in the car. I mean, not so babies, like 10-year-olds, because then they would pick up on it. Exactly. Versus babies. We don't want them to, we like... We just kind of put that in our noggin, and then they'll remember when they're older and traumatize them then. <clears throat> Correct. Do you need chapstick? Yes, Perfect. Please. Um, If you guys haven't given us a follow on our Instagram, Serial Conversations Pod, you totally should. We post exclusive content... And other fun stuff. So, yeah. And make sure you tune in every week. Make sure to subscribe so you get notified because I know it's easy to forget. But Monday's at 10 a.m. But we're not easy to forget. We're not. We're pretty hard to do that for. So, let us begin. All right. We're going to talk about Richard Lawrence Marquette. Also known as (laughs) Dick Marquette. But I think it's funny to say Dick Marquette. (laughs) (laughs) snot i've ever seen (laughs) i snorted it right back up there uh if you're listening and heard what just happened go to the instagram and comment hashtag dick market snot ball (laughs) dick market snot rocket and don't forget um i have snot in my hair now that's literally disgusting um Freaking post a screenshot of you listening to this on your Insta story or Snap story and add us. Because <clears throat> then we get you famous. Exactly. And we post you and you get the clout. Exactly. The fame. Clout. Okay, let's K-L-O- talk about Dick Market. K-L-O-W-T-E. Clout. Ew. <laughs> You're haney for that. <laughs> Speaking of haney, this is called the most heinous in Oregon history. The most heinous what? Ever? Ever. Most heinous. <laughs> Just voted most. most heinous by Oregon State. <laughs> like, in this, that's where they took out our superlatives from the yearbook. Most heinous. Yeah, Sophie and I are on yearbook. We're a little bitter that we got um, our superlative page we worked hard on taken out. It's like Hall of Fame, kind of. Yeah, it and was more funny. And our principal didn't want to create unnecessary conflict. Whatever. How about the kids that smoke weed at the church? 
uh, yeah, how about that? the way. Not trying to be a snitcher, but that happens. Who doesn't know about that? Honestly. Everyone and okay. everyone does it. Yep. <clears throat> All right, we're talking about Richard Marquette. We're, we'll be respectful and not call him Dick Marquette, but that's, that's literally his name. So That's pretty good. On June 8th of 1961, Portland police received a phone call from a local housewife whose dog brought home, pause, a human foot in a paper bag. <laughs> no. We're starting, no. Off, imagine, starting off strong. Imagine opening that and being like, oh, he brought a croissant, something from the oh. local shop. Oh. It's a foot. Oh, Buster, croissant for moi? <laughs> nope. A foot. It's a foot for you. <clears throat> A human foot. While detectives were at the woman's house investigating, the dog returned again, this time with no, a no, hand. No! A hand. How unlucky are these people? Why the dog? Why is the dog going and getting it? I don't know. The area was then subject to a thorough search, which uncovered several more body parts, all fresh and bled dry. Meaning they, like, retra- like took all the blood out. So basically we're dealing with a vampire. Pretty much. With no attempt to bury them. Like, just set them down? Yeah. But it's even more it's creepy. in pieces. Like, the dog didn't, like, rip it apart. Bled dry, in pieces, ew, ew, no attempt ew, to bury ew, them. Ew, 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 The foot definitely belonged to a woman and had bright red... I'd like red to call the police. <laughs> On our old phone. <laughs> Can't get it on my ear. Uh, so, uh, this is the worst part, I think. Okay. The foot belonged to a woman and had bright red nail polish on the toes, which were slightly webbed. She had webbed feet. This has nothing to do with the fact that she was murdered, but can you imagine having webbed toes? I think my aunt had those or something. Really? My mom's going to listen to this and be like, absolutely not. I think someone in our family has webbed feet, though. <laughs> Hope I do not get that gene. Are they a swimmer? Maybe. I wonder if you could swim super fast. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's webbed, like, from the top of your toe to the other top? Does Michael Phelps have webbed feet? Um, Look it up. It's because he has a freaking huge wingspan. That's why he can go so Conspiracy theory. His wingspan and his webbed feet is what <laughs> makes Phelps a winner. Unpopular opinion, Michael Phelps is a long duck. <laughs> He's a duck. And he doesn't give a duck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> An autopsy on the remains found that the veins and arteries were completely drained of blood and that had happened shortly after death, ruling out the possibility that this was a buried corpse that someone had dug up and dismembered. So they figured out that, like, it was dismembered and bled before, you know, put into the ground. Ew. Yeah. Sorry, I literally have nothing else to say except <clears throat> you. Police scanned through missing persons report and found in, and first investigated that of a runaway teenager who lived with her aunt. The aunt said that her niece did not have webbed toes, <laughs> nor was she in the habit of wearing nail polish. Moreover, her shoes were too small to fit the dead woman's foot. Hmm. The next, next report involved Joan Coddle. Sorry if you guys hear some background noise. People in the hallway are literally going ham. Uh, So, the next report involved Joan Coddle. 
a 23-year-old Portland housewife and a mother of two children who had been reported missing by her husband. Mr. Cottle was the most immediate suspect. It's always it's always the husband, the boyfriend, you know, the always. SO. So investigators questioned him carefully. He said that she was out shopping for Father's Day gifts when she vanished. Although her husband said she was not a habitual drinker, she had been depressed as of late because of her mother was gravely ill, and so it's entirely plausible she might have stopped in a bar. They asked if it was possible that his wife might be seeing another man, but he said she could not possibly have time for that with having to care for two small children, nor was she the sort who would do such a thing. Don't judge about my cover. Yeah, who's the sort to cheat on their husband? Like, I don't think there's exactly, like, a... It also depends on who the husband is. Exactly. You know? I'm just getting my journal out so I can doodle while you talk. Okay. So if you guys hear a little shuffling, I'm trying to get out. Help! When Cottle's husband was asked if she had webbed toes, he admitted that he had never played close attention to her feet and couldn't say. <laughs> you would not notice if your, web, if your wife had webbed toes? That's weird. I feel like that's something you would know. Yeah. Uh, I think that'd be the first thing I would notice. Same. He added that she did not drive a car and would have to use a bus or a taxi to travel around town. An examination of the shoes in Cottle's closet found that they were the correct size for the foot. It's like a modern-day Cinderella. Exactly. A Pacific Northwest Cinderella fitting the shoe to the corpse. Where even did Cinderella, like, take place? Where? Yeah. I feel like Germany... They have like pretty castles. You keep like kicking that. my feet. Please stop. Feet. Are you shaking your feet? No, swinging my leg. Swim, swinging your leg. <clears throat> Police then found a witness, a local woman who had habitual bar fly. Why is this word in here so much? And had a string of arrests for public drunkenness and disorder. It takes place in France. Oh. Why is literally Cinderella's every movie taking place in France by Disney? Uh, Belle, yeah, uh, Cinderella, probably more. Hunchback in Notre Dame. Oh, Hunchback in yeah. Notre Dame. I guess the, maybe Walt had a thing fr- for French ladies. Maybe. Write a story about me like one of your French girls, Walt. He said, okay. I'll write about the Hunchback of Notre <laughs> Dame. Uh, police then found a witness, a look. Oh, I already heard yep. that. You did? She said she'd been in a bar on the evening of June 7th and met a man who told her his name was Marquette. By her account, the two were hitting it off well when another woman approached and took his attention instead. This sounds like The Bachelorette. Oh, for sure. Can I interrupt, please? <laughs> nope. After police showed her a photograph of John Cottle, the woman said that it was definitely... Excuse me, Joan. Her her name was not John. John Paul Jones. <laughs> John, <laughs> John Paul Jones. Um, the woman said that that was definitely the same individual from the bar, adding that she was lucky she hadn't been the one to go home with Marquette. Police found his residence, a tiny house resembling a shack, but there was no one inside. They discovered neatly chopped up human body parts wrapped in newspaper inside the refrigerator. Yeah. What, like, what do you... What are you supposed to say? Also found inside were blood-stained lingerie. The only significant missing piece was her head. So everything but. Yeah. Feeling nauseous recently. 
That's freaking disgusting. Yeah. Take a breather. It gets worse. How? <clears throat> An arrest warrant was issued and a manhunt began. Oregon Governor Mark Hatfield, maybe, called the crime the most heinous in Oregon history and appealed to the FBI for help, and the agency took the unusual step of expanding their most wanted list to 11 names, the first that had ever been done. So it was 10 names, and he was they the 11th. They changed to 11? Wow. The tactic worked, and Marquette was arrested in California the day after being added to the list. That's he put good. up no resistance and seemed almost relieved at his arrest. A background check found that he had two previous arrests in June 1956 for attempted rape and August 1957 when he robbed a Portland gas station and spent a year in jail. Marquette wow. claimed that he was in a bar when he saw Coddle accompanied by another man, but she recognized him from elementary school and walked over to him. They had a few drinks and went around to several more bars. According to his account, they came back to his house where his former classmate drank more beer with him and allegedly agreed to sex. They agreed to sex him. <laughs> Big mistake. Look, that bug keeps flying out, bro. I need to blow my nose. Yeah, man. When investigators asked what happened next, he claimed the two had sex. Then they got an argument afterward, whereupon Marquette choked Coddle to death. Since he had no vehicle to dispose of her remains, he panicked and dragged the corpse into the shower where he dismembered it. The scary thing I feel like is he's, like, telling them all of this. He told them everything. Like, step by step what he did. And I like, feel no like, remorse? Yeah, and, like, you can also tell, like, the type of person to, like, lash out and, like, brutally kill someone versus someone that's, like, meticulous and, yeah. you know, takes the time to drain their blood that's and insane. wrap them up in newspaper. Like, oh. Dude, did I ever tell you about that one guy that killed this woman? And um, he heckin' used, he, like, boiled her skin after she died. Um, and then turned it into soap and gave it to all her friends. <gasps> no. And they used it and told them he liked it. That they liked it. And it was her That body. is not real. <laughs> it's not That had not to real. have been on a show. No, I read an article about it because I'm weird. And that came up in my Google little, like, thingy. Like, there's always, like, an article right when you open it. Like, man turns woman into soap. Gives to friends. <gasps> You know, something's wrong when your suggested articles are about people being boiled. Into soap. Yeah. <laughs> From everything the investigators found about Coddle, Marquette's story seemed quite unbelievable, but he was the only witness to the crime. So they didn't really believe him because it's so elaborate. Yeah. But also, but also all the evidence reflects it. Uh... The prosecution asked for him to be charged with rape as well since they did not believe that the two had consensual sex. When asked what became of Joan Cottle's head, Marquette led the police to a riverbank near Oaks Park in Portland, excuse me, where it was fished out of some rotting timber along the edge of the water. Her head. Well, I don't get why he would toss the head and keep everything else. Yeah, maybe the head was like too... He was, like, haunting him. Yeah, versus, like, the body. He didn't really have to connect it to her. Yeah. That's he was insane. found guilty of first-degree murder, but the jury recommended leniency. No. Marquette was no. sentenced no. to life in prison, 
but after an 11-year sentence during the time he was described as a model prisoner, he received parole in 1973. So they let him out. After 11 years. Even though he dismembered a human being. Yeah. Did he do it to two of them? Here we go. <sighs> that so jury must feel like schnizzle. Leniency? You don't, I would be like... You don't let someone out who... I don't care if they're people. a model prisoner. Yeah, they're not a model I don't care how citizen, good you are. clearly. I know they're not a model human, actually. Exactly. He must be a sociopath. I mean, obviously psycho. Maybe he's socio because he knows how to, like, manipulate people into thinking he's, like, normal. Kind of like, like Ted Bundy. Bundy tried to do. Yeah. But it, he kind of failed. But this guy really did it. Yeah. I would, I mean, I would say he failed in the sense that he didn't get parole and released. Yeah, he got the chair. He got the chair, so I guess he failed. Thank God. What are the, uh, yeah. Uh, in April 1975, so this is just two years after, mm-hmm. a fisherman discovered a mutilated human remain floating in a shuttle in a shallow, is it slough? I think, Yeah. In uh, Marion County, Oregon. Ew. Once again, the corpse had been bled dry, savagely mutilated, and dismembered before being dumped only with only minimal effort at concealment. All major parts of the victim were found there and retrieved, except the genitals, which were missing and ultimately never found. Yeah. How? Wait, so does he mutilate them after death? Yeah. Okay. Not saying that's okay at all. It's not. But at least they're right. mutilating them. It's weird. But it's, it's like insane if you think about it. And also, who's in prison for 11 years, which doesn't sound like that long. But that's a long time. Like when you're living it. Like you must have been planning and thinking about it. I was surprised he didn't do anything in prison to I anyone. Know. I think it's because he just wanted to be out so he could do it and... That's really crazy. That, 11 years. That he only got 11 years. from On his life sentence. That's like, was how there long no women served. on that jury? Yeah, that's the, that's how much he served of his life sentence was 11 years. Uh, detectives determined the remains of, were those of 37-year-old Betty Wilson, a North Carolina native who, who led a hard life of poverty and had 11 children since marrying at age 16. My Uh, nightmare. 11 children? Yeah, from the time she was 16. They lived for a time in an abandoned school bus on the edge of the city dump with no electricity or running water, and she claimed that her husband was abusive. With all of her children in foster care, Wilson stowed away in the trunk of her sister's car one day to begin a new life far away from North Carolina. But she put all her kids in foster care? Yeah. She's homeless, too. Oh, okay. Um, it moved, uh, began a new life far away from North Carolina and had been living with her in Salem. Why do all of these connect to Salem? That's really sketch. It's weird. Diane Downs, Richard Lawrence Marquette. Didn't yours just now? Happy hap- Face Killer? Happy Face Killer. He killed someone in Salem. She had last been seen alive at a crowded nightclub. Wilson's husband was the initial and obvious suspect, 
but it was quickly verified that he'd been working in North Carolina at the time and could not be possibly responsible for a murder that happened on the other side of the country. Marquette thus became the prime suspect. Detectives began a stakeout of his home and obtained a search warrant. They searched both inside and outside the mobile home where Marquette was living and, and uncovered several small but damning pieces of physical evidence that tied him to the murder of Betty Wilson. It's like he's not even trying to cover it up. No, not at all. Like, he didn't try and conceal the bodies. And he told the truth. That's just very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder know. what that says about him. Yeah, just is, like, almost relieved to be arrested. Like, maybe he feels, like, controlled that he has to do it. And he's really relieved because he feels, like, guilty. Because, like, once he's put in prison, there's, like... He's, he can't do it anymore? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. 55 hours after the first remains were found, Marquette was once again arrested for murder. Given the overwhelming physical evidence and the close similarity to the Caudle murder, Marquette pleaded guilty to the Wilson mur murder. His story was similar to the one he used earlier, that he brought back Wilson to her house and she agreed to sleep with him but then refused, after which he strangled and dismembered her. Despite the near-surgical precision with which he dismembered his victims, Marquette stated that he was not a hunter, nor did he have any formal training as a butcher. While he claimed that he chopped up Joan because he just didn't have a car to dispose of her body. This time, he had more than an adequate pickup truck, yet he still decided to dismember Betty Wilson. Hmm. Isn't this There weird? must be a different reason why. Yeah. But he hasn't lied know. before. He's insane. Yeah. Although Marquette would not say it in so many words, investigators could clearly tell that it was part of his obsession. He was sentenced in May to life imprisonment with no possibility of parole. Thank you. Thank you. That's what should have happened the first time. Yeah, what? That's literally insane that they were like, mm, we'll just see how he, we'll see how he goes. He's nice to people in prison. Yeah, second chance. He says please and thank you. Sold him out. Yeah. Criminal psychiatrists working with Marquette came to the conclusion that he was perfectly normal, socially adjusted individual unless women turned him down. Most, most this people. This sounds like most men. <laughs> I literally saw this post and it was like, um, what's it like? Like, what's worse, getting rejected by a girl or a guy? And it was like, girls, uh, I forget what the girls one was, like, girls will never talk to you again, but guys will murder you. And chop up your body. Like, they're two different options. Drain your blood and wrap you in newspaper and put you in the refrigerator. Oh, my gosh. There's not that many female serial killers. I know. What's, I wonder if there's any in Washington, though. There was any. Let's I mean, what's see. the place Wait, to let me look it up. Really I can look it up right now while you keep sharing. Okay, yeah, there isn't very many. It's like, and it's mostly, like, white men who are rejected awesome <laughs> be careful it's a pattern boys go to therapy what do we say talk it out okay um yeah so just like most dudes he was perfectly normal socially adjusted individual unless women turned him down so you then you're not a well-rounded <laughs> normal individual because that's a normal thing to be okay after someone rejects you. The sting Listen of rejection. Listen to some sad songs, watch The Notebook, eat some exactly. chocolate, cry it out, then you're fine. Cry it out, kids. Cry it out. The sting of rejection, they concluded, set off a murderous rage. That's so scary. That's terrifying. 
because that's you why don't girls are scared. Yes. There's yeah, there's some scary men out there, and they're like, "Why well, girls complain when they get catcalled?" It's like, mm, if I don't reply, they'll try and kill me. Awesome, but you can't reply because then they're gonna think yeah, you're them. So if a guy asks to take you home, but you don't want to go. You don't want to say yes because you don't want to go because he's a weirdo, but then you don't want to say no because you don't want to get murdered. You'll probably get murdered either way. It's kind of hard. Murder or That's murder. why you look ugly as often as you can. That's what we do. Yeah. He's been incarcerated at the Oregon State Penitentiary since June of 1975. I feel like... So many creepy people are in that. Yeah. Like a lot of people we've talked Imagine, about. Imagine like going to jail for like not paying a speeding ticket and the people you're surrounded with yeah you're in a different area though i think based on crime i don't think so i think there's like max security yeah and um solitary confinement i don't understand how people break like break out of prison it's kind of crazy we've talked about prison break before on here yeah how he tattoos his the blueprints on his back yeah wild so while confessing to the murder of betty wilson marquette also confessed to another murder in the same style in 1974 hmm. he picked up a woman at a bar convinced her to come to his home and proceeded to choke her to death mutilate and dismember her corpse oh my god why is he conf- it's like weird that he confesses though even like they didn't ask him about this very weird Marquette led detectives to two shallow graves where he disposed of the bulk of her remains, but the head was never located. And as the remains were mostly skeletal, there is no way the woman could be identified. I feel like there should be a way by now that we can identify by bones, you know? You think they could figure out a way by now? Like bone marrow somehow? I don't know. I don't know science. We don't know any basic science. I wish we had a psychology class. That would be cool. Would Where did I just... Is some is another school? Oh, no, that's a micro term. Yeah, right now. Um, Dude, I just found this list. It's on Seattle PI. It's a ton of suspected serial killers. And it's, like, crazy things. And I haven't heard of, like, any of them. And there's, like, suspected? 40. Suspected? It's a suspected or con- or convicted. And a, bu- a ton of them are in jail. No, all of them are in jail. They're convicted, but they're not, like, 100% sure. But, like, they have, like... All the proof, it sounds like. I don't really know. I'm kind of confused. <laughs> I'm, like, really tired right now. I'm so sleepy all of a sudden. It's that mac and cheese. That mac and cheese from Panera literally hit us like a train, and I wanted to take a nap. But we got to finish the story. I'm very interested, but I'm, like... I have one more sentence. Uh, then you're done? Yeah. Oh, cut that out, Claire. We don't want to spoil it. Uh, Marquette said that he did not know her name, and since he never heard anything more about it, he figured that nobody missed her. Her identity still remains unknown. No. What a dick move. Literally, Richard. he's an absolute <laughs> dick market. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, that's it. So he's still in the Oregon State Penitentiary. He's alive? Since, yeah, he's 82, I think, 81 or What 18. does he look like? I'll show you. He's actually a little handsome back then. <sighs> that's annoying. Right? It makes you even more scared. Mm-hmm. Let me show you a picture. See what you think. Everyone can look it up so you understand. Well, some pictures are are scary. Well, obviously when he's like older and looks scary, but yeah, like he just he's looks like a normal handsome. guy. But then like later, like 
he went downhill. Like, doesn't he look scary? Yeah, very scary. With, like, bedhead and, like, a half mustache. Yeah. Look up Richard Lawrence Mark. He looks like a nice old man, though, doesn't he? Besides the dead eyes. Besides the dead... Oh, he's so scary, though, actually. But I guess I didn't scary. know that. It's like I was talking about how um, Zac Efron did really good with the dead Bundy eyes. But then I was watching an interview with Zac Efron, and he literally just has dead eyes. I watched that that glamour interview with him and Lily, Lily Collins. Collins. That was so creepy. We said that at the same time. Lily Collins. Lily Collins. Gorgeous. Lily also, Queen. they need to be together forever. I know. But his he has dead eyes. He does. I wonder if it'd be hard to be with like for Lily to be with him because he played Bundy so well. You know. Yeah. How he was that mean? She's like, even though he's a an actor. really really good Bundy. I'm a little scared. Um. Don't heckin' forget. Oh, wait, before we do that. So Sophie and I were talking about spooky shows. And if you guys have seen, like, documentaries, like the Ted Bundy movie, that's not a documentary, but it's a long movie, or, like, the Ted Bundy tapes, how they're super long, and uh, and not all of us have enough time to, like, sit and watch all of them, I definitely have the time. And Sophie <laughs> would just make time in her schedule. But you know, we me. love watching those kind of things. And we were thinking, kind of like how people do recaps of, like, um, the, the Bachelorette and other shows like sports games. They probably do that. I don't know. But sport sport does that, I think. Mm, cool. So we were thinking of doing like a cult show, like recap situation. So you guys yeah. wouldn't have to watch. Like Sophie just watched this show. Uh, People's, I think it's Insider Detectives cult show. And each episode is a different cult. And I watched the Jamestown one and like, I was thinking we could watch maybe like different movies like I don't know like Holy Hell and mm-hmm. Wild Bug Country but and recommend recap. them but also recap and give our commentary we'll watch it either separately or together and then take notes yeah and, and then, then you guys can kind of get like it in a less like boring documentary voice and more in a fun Sophie and Jenna voice so yeah we will have polls up on our insta story they'll probably have already passed by now but um we'll have other polls and other others other important information so go follow zero conversations pod uh don't forget to subscribe to be notified every monday that's when our episodes drop monday at 10 a.m you'd know that if you were subscribed Uh, Uh, big fans and don't forget eat cereal and and go go to therapy. therapy bye bye